You're listening to the Ambitious Mama Podcast, and I'm your host, Krista Rialba. Hey, mamas, I'm here bringing you season 10. This is episode one, and this one I think is incredibly valuable. At least it was for me, so I need to hear your feedback. So as you tune in, please share this on your story, your Instagram story, shoot me a DM, something, so that I know that you tuned in and I know the value that you received from this so I can bring you more interviews or whatever you're looking for. I want to bring you guys what you need and what you need to feel empowered with the feeling and the knowing and the knowledge and the know-how of I've got this, all right? So if you are in direct sales, if you are in network marketing, you might know this guest. If not, I'm really excited for you to meet him. Um, But this episode here is incredibly powerful if you're looking to learn new skills and maybe release some of the old ways of doing things and most importantly, to get profitable, to earn more online through your home-based business, your direct sales business, your network marketing business, however you classify it. But we want you making money online, all right? So I've been making money online primarily. That's how I've been building for 15 years. And John is equally passionate and he's bringing some new skills. He definitely shook things up for me too. So I'm so excited for you to learn from John Melton. So let's just get into it. I already like introduced him uh, as in this recording. I actually recorded it from a training that I did with my um, with my team and actually some other people in the business as well. So this is for you. I wanted to record it so I could share it with you guys too. So dive in and make sure you share this. Share this with your team. Share this with on social. I want to know how this impacted you guys. And go look up John Melton and also his websites in the show notes too. All right, guys, let's get to it. Okay, awesome. Welcome everyone to our Friday USANA Power Hour. And uh, you guys already all know me at this point, but today we have something special in store. I had took I took the inspired action. I had the inspired download and it was message John Melton and see if he will come on Power Hour. And guess what? He said yes. So I think most of you guys know who he is. If you are in network marketing, which you obviously are, and you've been around for a while, you probably have come across his name. He uh, he and his wife, Nadia, they give incredible, generous, like so much support to our entire community of network marketers, direct sellers around the world. And their, their experience is quite lofty. And, you know, John, you'll get into it here, but, you know, they've seen the good, the bad, the ugly of our industry, and they still love it so, so much. Their experience went from being offline and just being totally exhausted, being parents, and all of their time was spent, you know, outside of the home doing business the old way, right? And they decided that there was a better way. And not only did they learned the better way, but they really mastered the be- that better way. And, you know, they had a few bumps and, you know, bruises along the way. But after all of that, they have created such an incredible organization. They are the definition of resilience, of grit, of determination, and also bring that beautiful optimism to the world and bring the gift that network marketing offers each and every one of us to life. So without further ado, John, are you there? 
Yes, I am. And I'm excited to be here. That was an awesome intro. And I like that you use the word lofty. I'm like, I got to steal that. I need to borrow that. I need to use that word. That's a good one. But I'm excited to be here, Krista. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So really, the floor is yours. I think you have an idea of what Power Hour is. Uh, the inspiration was us coming together for one hour and getting down to business. So whatever you want to pour into us, you can put us to work. If you want to teach us, it's all it's all yours, whatever you want to do. We can't hear you, John. <laughs> Why does that happen? It's so weird. I touched the screen to swipe for a second and it mutes it. Who knows? Okay. But yeah, I was just saying I'm excited to be here. And, you know, my team does a lot of power hours. And this is something we've been teaching for a while where, you know, there's there's a, a lot of value, I think, in learning. But then, of course, our whole goal in learning is to start earning. And I've been doing this 20 years. So I have seen the good, the bad and the ugly, like you mentioned. And it's funny because back in the day, <laughs> we would do power hours. Uh, in an office. So we rented out this office. That's where we did all of our briefings. And you weren't allowed to come to the power hour unless you had a full list of names with phone numbers to call people to invite them to the upcoming briefings. Like you literally weren't allowed to be there because they didn't want anyone just chit-chatting and hanging out. They're like, hey, it's an hour of Focus time on IPAs, income producing activities. And that was inviting people to take a look at the opportunity. Now, that was a totally different company many, many, many years ago. Uh, I celebrated my 20 year anniversary literally last month from my very first meeting where uh, a friend of mine, a friend, I use that word loosely because at the time I, I, we weren't friends, but I was friends with his girlfriend and we worked together. And she had said he had an opportunity. He was making money and I'm like, okay, he's going to pick me up and take me to some interview thing. Like I was just so perplexed, but here's the thing. How many of you have heard of the apples, right? The red apples, the green apples, and then the rotten apples. I was very much a red apple. I was like open to just about anything because I was basically waiting tables, going to community college, which was essentially 13th and 14th grade. Uh, I felt like a loser. How many of us can relate to this? I was always taught when I was younger go to school, get a degree, little piece of paper that says you're smart so that you can get a job and work for somebody else. There was no conversation about entrepreneurship, starting a business, making money. Uh, I had no clue what network marketing even was, but I was open because uh, I didn't want to do what everybody else was doing. So when I saw the presentation, they talked about residual income. I was like, hook, line and sinker, take my money, let's go. Um, but then of course, I realized very quickly that a lot of people were skeptical of this profession. And uh, we kind of earned the negative stigma that comes with network marketing, especially way back when, when it was all about recruiting and it was all about like, you know, kind of like brainwashing people. Although I'll never forget the first time I heard this one leader say, you know, they say what we do, we brainwash people, but you know, some brains need a good washing. And it's true. You know, network marketing literally changed my life because not only did I meet my amazing wife and soulmate, Nadia, uh, in network marketing, but you know, I needed the personal development so desperately. Now you don't know what you don't know. So when you get into a business like this in the beginning, you're like, I just want to make some money, right? I just want to make some money. And then you fall in love with the culture and the growth. And uh, you just realize it's, it's so much more than just making money. It's about making an impact. It's about working on yourself. Like I'm a better father. Uh, my son is now 17, which I can't believe my daughter's 12. Uh, she turns 13 
next week, the day after my birthday, when I turn 41. Um, but if, if it wasn't for this profession, I hate to say this, but I might be deader in jail because I was trouble. I got in tons of trouble when I was younger, especially between like 15 and 22, 23. Uh, just used to drink a lot, used to party a lot, get lots of fights. So network marketing literally saved my life. And, you know, obviously for some people, it's not that dramatic. They're just in it to make some extra money. But for me, it wasn't the, I thought it was for the money when I first got in, but it was the personal development that really impacted me. And uh, I'm forever grateful because of that. Now I can tell you uh, years ago, I also got burnt out on network marketing, which you mentioned, Krista, I started to feel like a bad dad. And I also started to feel like I was losing my belief and passion for network marketing. This was around 2012. And I was in a company full time. I was, you know, a, a, you know, a top earner, you know, I was a, a top earner, but I was, you know, literally working from eight to faint, like literally eight in the morning till faint. Like, I mean, it, it was brutal. We were out every night doing the home meetings. Nadia was out doing home meetings. We were exhausted, but the mindset was, hey, it's only for a short period of time. Eventually, right? It's a season of your life. Eventually, you, you'll have beach money and you'll, you know, have freedom and wake up when you're done sleeping and all these things. And by the way, I was only money motivated when I didn't have any money. Once you make a bunch of money, you're like, it's not the money that motivates me, it's the freedom. So the long story short is I realized we need to leverage social media. I realized that we need to figure out a better way to build our business because the way I was doing it and the path we were on uh, was not sustainable. I just, I felt like the only way to be successful, at least with that company, because they were very old school at that time. Um, and I think that company, I still today think they're, they're doing things very old school, but that's neither here nor there. It was a totally different company, a totally different uh, business model, if you will. And they were very against social media and doing things from home. They only wanted us to do home meetings and three-way calls. And again, if it was for like a period and then you stop and you're retired and you just cash big checks, sure, that sounds great. But that wasn't the reality. And I started looking at the top earners and they, they weren't like happy. They didn't have lifestyle. They didn't have freedom. They were constantly working. And these are the top, top, top million dollar earners. So I'm like, something needs to change. Either I'm going to find something different like a totally different career, a totally different business, or I'm going to figure out a way to build my business online. And thank God, even though I know some people don't like Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook as, as a whole, and I get it, but thank God for Facebook. Because Facebook is where I started to plant my flag and put out content and build my brand, which by the way, back then, 2012, 2013, I didn't even know what the heck that meant. I'm like, what is it? This is building a brand. Like, I don't know what my brand is. I'm just going to start sharing videos. I'm going to vlog. I thought that was a really good word, right? Blogging with video. I'm like, okay, I don't know what a blog is. I don't know what vlogging means, but I'm just going to start uploading videos. And that's what I did. I think it was February, 2013. Uh, and this is funny, Krista, the first day I decided to be a, a, a vlogger and, uh, you know, start posting videos that first day day, I posted five videos and they were all about 30 seconds to about 90 seconds long. So I was basically doing Facebook stories, right? Instagram stories. I was basically, but I was posting it on my wall, but it was crazy because people were liking it and commenting. And, you know, it's funny because I'd be like, where's my other phone? Okay. So I'd be like driving, you know, I'm driving to a, to a home meeting and I, I got the phone right here. So it's like, literally you like see up my nostrils as I'm talking into the phone, horrible. And the crazy thing is I saw that video after I was done and I would post it. Like that's how, like, it's crazy, but that's how it all started. And we started to attract people to us. Cause how many of us that are watching this right now, 
You would rather have people coming to you versus you having to go to the people. I think we can all agree that we would prefer that someone raises their hand, right? And says, what's that company? What's that product? You know, how's that work? What does it cost? You know, can I have some more information? What is it, right? What is that you're posting about? So we started to learn attraction marketing. We started following people like Mike Dillard and Shalene Johnson and Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Ray Higdon. We started learning how to attract people. And, you know, not to sound arrogant, but I felt like, how hard we were working offline and how skillful we became in our communication abilities. And we were really good at presenting and, you know, Nadia and I were considered like two of the best like speakers and trainers in our company and on our team, everybody wanted us to speak and we were funny. And, you know, we, we, we got pretty good at it, which is ironic because I was terrified of public speaking when I was young, but I'm like, look, if these guys can do these videos and put out content and they're attracting people, why can't I do that? I'm like, I feel like I'm getting good at offline speaking. So what if I just started posting content online and fast forward, you know, the last eight years, nine years, we've, you know, become top 100 income earners in the entire network marketing industry, literally making millions of dollars a year, you know, made over 10 million in the last five years alone, just in network marketing. And, you know, now we know that not only is social media here to stay, but we know that that's what most people would prefer to use to talk about their products, connect with people, create curiosity. And it, it's interesting because we basically came up with these like five steps to building a duplicatable business on social. And you guys already have obviously an incredible company, an incredible product line. You've got great leadership. You already have the foundation. You have the foundation. And then it's just getting good at those. Look, the top earners just do the basics better. So getting good at those steps. And I'm gonna talk about those five steps to give you some context, but it was five steps that we felt would be ideal for someone getting started, launching their business, what to do every day, and then, you know, grow through the compensation plan. And we do a lot of generic training, meaning for different network marketing companies, we speak on stages, you know, these days it's virtual stages like this. So I, I understand what most network marketers struggle with, whether it's confidence, consistency, what to say to people, what to post about, what to do every day, you know, duplication, onboarding, like I get it. And we do create a lot of like content to help with all of that. But these five steps, I believe, are like the foundation. So that first step, really, which is the most important to create conversations would be, uh, and it's really like 1A, 1B, and that's prospecting and marketing, prospecting and marketing. Why is that so important? Because in this day and age, it makes sense to do both. Like I'll tell you, some of my top sellers, like I just posted about one of my top sellers today. She has done over 50,000 in personal sales six months in a row, which is just like, like, I just don't understand it. Like that's personal sales y'all in 30 days. That is not her team. Her team does really well, but she does 50,000 a month in personal sales. And she just started posting reels and TikToks and showing up consistently with her marketing, right? Marketing is your basically putting yourself out there to generate leads, to get people to raise their hand, okay? Look, I love prospecting, but I think we can all agree that you would love to not have to prospect. You'd rather be overwhelmed with the amount of people requesting information, new followers, new leads, that's marketing. It's your ability to get people to raise their hand. And your job is to turn a lead into a prospect. So if someone expresses interest, 
Your job is to then get them in front of the information, which I'll talk about. But uh, the problem with marketing is that sometimes we become lazy in our marketing, right? We just like post a picture of our product. This is the product that you should buy so you can feel better. That is lazy marketing. But hey, in the beginning, it is what it is. Like when I first started out with marketing my products, uh, I was terrible, right? We all start somewhere. But the truth is, it's not the algorithm that's against you. It's not that uh, Facebook is shadow banning you or Instagram is shadow banning you. The truth is, your post just isn't interesting enough to get traction. And in this day and age, there's a lot more competition. There's a lot more marketers out there, right? In network marketing and just, you know, big companies that are marketing, right? Companies that are spending a lot of money to get your attention. And I think we can all agree that with social media, uh, that is the best place to market yourself and market your products. But you need to follow the 80-20 rule, meaning you can't show up as an infomercial on social media. And we've been teaching this for eight years, ever since we heard Gary Vaynerchuk first talk about it. It makes sense to jab, 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 right hook. You don't want to show up as an infomercial because if people see your social posts and it's just constantly you selling and pitching your product and business and you're always selling, that's why your sales suck because you're always selling. It's not interesting. It's not entertaining. It's not storytelling. You know, and I have people on my team, quite honestly, uh, they're very aggressive in their promotion of their products. Like they don't actually follow the 80-20 rule. They, they probably promote 50% of the time, 60% of the time, especially with these short form videos. Like if you're taking notes, please, please, please get on Facebook and Instagram Reels because TikTok has been huge for our team, but I think Instagram and Reels are gonna be even bigger. And it's just starting out on Facebook Reels. Like some people don't even have it yet. Um, but the truth is, even when they're promoting their products, they're doing it with storytelling. They're doing it with humor. They're jumping on the trends. So my point is learn marketing, learn how to create curiosity around your products and around your business and getting people to raise their hand. And it doesn't always have to be a direct promotional post. Like I had a viral video recently on Facebook where I generated a dozen leads and it was just Nadia asking me, what's the most expensive thing you can buy? And I said, someone else's opinion, you know, because if you buy their opinion, you buy their lifestyle, you buy their, you know, their, their bank account. And you might want to check the bank account first, something like that. And people were like, well, I want to start a business. Who should we learn from? What do you teach? You know, what's the information on your business? You know, we had another one go viral that was about like tax deductions. And it was just a real short video. People saying, I want to start my own business. I want tax deductions. The point is, it doesn't always have to be directly promoting your product or business. It can be kind of an indirect way, but you showing up, putting yourself out there, putting your face out there and doing it, even if you're scared, doing it scared, being courageous in your marketing and putting your personality out there. I'm telling you, this is the key to success. I've got people right now on my team. They got on TikTok last year. They've got 100,000 followers, 200,000 followers. One woman is approaching a million followers. And most of her content is her being like a myth buster, her telling her story, her responding to comments. Short form video is the here, it's the now, it's the future. And listen, I'll give you another example before I go into the prospecting conversation. I had a woman reach out to me on, on TikTok and she's like, I love your content. I love your wife's content. Uh, I wanna know what you guys do. I wanna make money from home. I'm a mom. I've never been in direct sales or network marketing. She goes, but everyone else that I see doing it, 
I don't like the way they're doing it. I like the way you guys are doing it. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll show you what we do. She signs up. She's got 250,000 followers in like four months. She has more followers as a brand new network marketer on TikTok than I have on all my platforms combined in four months, never done network marketing. And not only is she selling, she's recruiting, but again, she lost weight on our products. She's telling her story. How many of you have a great USANA story? How many of you have a great experience on a product? Tell that story, but you need to do it in a way that attracts and intrigues people to ask for more information. You don't want to be an infomercial for the company because listen, if someone Googles the company, they can buy it from the company or they can find another distributor to buy it from. You want them to buy it from you. So that's why you want to give them just enough information. We call it closing the loop. So you're giving them enough information, but they don't know the company. They don't know the price. They don't know what it is. So they want to close the loop. You understand? It's like the preview to a movie. Think about a preview to a movie. They give you just enough information so that you buy a ticket. Their goal is to get you to come see the movie. Do they care if you like the movie? I mean, sure, they care. But at the end of the day, you already bought the ticket, right? So they're giving you enough information. So you buy a ticket to come close the loop. So you're like, I got to see what happens to Superman, right? I got to see what happens to Iron Man. I got to go see the movie. I don't know what happens. I'm intrigued. Same thing with your marketing efforts. Now that 1A, 1B, the reason I put marketing and prospecting together, because you can't sit back waiting. You don't sit back twiddling your thumbs, waiting for people to come to you. You need to be a conversation starter. Network marketers are professional conversation starters. You got to pop the question five times a day. What's the question? Depends on what you're leading with. Are you leading with the product, leading with the business? It's up to you. Um, I can get into that if you want, but I also have scripts you can download for free that are generic. Um, the point is you need to pop the question five times a day. You cannot sit back waiting for people. And by the way, you'll be shocked. How many of you have experienced this? You'll reach out to someone and because you reached out to wish them a happy birthday or see how they're doing or to connect with them or you comment on something, they bring up the business. They bring up a question about your product. And if you didn't reach out first, they may have never done that. And then sometimes you just have to be very direct. Hey, Sarah, uh, I've seen some of your posts. It looks like you're doing well. I'm so happy for you. And, you know, I love your positivity. I love your energy. You know, you've got a young family. I've got a young family. I would love to ask you if you're open to taking a look at what I'm doing. We work with a lot of moms. We work with people just like you that are looking to create other income streams. I'd love to share it with you if you're open. If not, no big deal. And it could be a similar conversation if you're leading with the product, but you want to be a friend first and a marketer second. You don't want to have commission breath, <laughs> right? You want to show up with that, that you know, human ability to connect with people because that's the priority. In fact, number two, step two is becoming a great connector and making sure you're asking questions. And look, this takes practice, but there's books out there on how to sell on social media and how to connect with people and how to build relationships. And like, there's so much out there to help you improve your communication ability, to build your network, to get better at, you know, connecting with people and finding out like their hot buttons. And then that third step, when someone's open, when someone says yes, whether they came to you or you went to them, the duplication. So people get it, get it twisted. They're like, well, it's not duplicatable to be an influencer. It's not duplicatable to, uh, you know, use TikTok or Facebook Live or whatever. I disagree with all that. And I'll tell you, I have tons of people that you would be surprised how well they've done on social, how well they've done building a brand. And, and like I said, with, with the one woman I just shared with you, Kenzie, 
four months, five months on TikTok. She's got a quarter of a million followers and she's crushing it as a brand new network marketer. Look, there's 12 year olds out there that are making money from YouTube because they, they make slime. Give me a break. If a 12 year old can make money on the internet, all of you can too, okay? So whether they come to you or you go to them, however it happens, the duplication starts with what you do with the lead, what you do with the prospect. This is the key. And we use a system called ATM. That's our third step, add tag message. I think you guys probably use groups. Everybody at this point uses groups. We were the ones that really like pioneered this system back in 2016, where essentially someone says, what's the product? What's the company? Tell me more. Your next step is to add them to a group and tag them in a video. Why? Because you don't want to be a fool. You want to use a tool. Look, could I explain my company to somebody and get them in? Yeah, but they can't do that. But when I go, all you got to do is what I'm doing with you right now. I'm going to add you to a group. I'm going to tag you in a 12-minute video. And then I'm going to set up a group message. This is the other key. Step four, the follow-up and the close. The follow-up and the close. Most people do not watch a video and go take my money. <laughs> Most people are not red apples like I was. Most people are in the green zone. You make the big bucks in the green zone with those three to eights. You know what I'm saying? Those, those I'm on the fence. I kind of like it, but I'm super skeptical. I don't want to get my hopes up. I don't know if this is legit. I don't know if I trust you yet. I don't know if I want to spend the money. You guys, right? We get these objections. I got to talk to my spouse. I don't know if I have time. I don't like selling. I don't know how to sell. Where do I find people? We all get the same, the same objections, same questions. So your goal is to add them to a group, tag them in a video. And then when I tell people tomorrow, when I follow up with you, and these are all in our scripts, by the way. So you don't have to memorize all this. If you want our scripts, let me know. But I say, uh, tomorrow when I follow up with you, I'm going to introduce you to some of the leaders on the team, some other social marketers that I think you'll relate to. So for instance, I had a mom reach out to me. This was uh, yesterday and it was from a Facebook reel. And basically I, you know, I told a little bit about our business. I shared a couple of videos, whatever. But then what I did is I then introduced her to other moms on the team. I added them into a chat and they've all been going back and forth and talking. So sometimes again, we overcomplicate this business and look, I get it. It, it. It's not as simple as sometimes maybe the top leaders make it sound. It is hard work. It does take time, but truthfully, it really is simple, not easy, but it's simple. It's not rocket science. We find people that want to try out our products or make money. And we simply put them in front of information to help them make a decision so that they come up with questions. And then I always think it's best to introduce my prospect to someone else, because even though they're seeing the information, they're still only hearing about it from me. And I want them again to understand the system. And when they meet Krista or they meet other leaders on the team that maybe have a relatable story or they just have a little bit of a different perspective than you. And it's maybe even everybody, even if everybody says the same thing, everybody says the same thing, but it's three, four people saying the same thing in a group message. So we, we basically, we realized there's still a lot of value in the three-way call because you're introducing your prospect to an expert, right? You're getting yourself out of the way. The problem is three-way calls. Number one, most people don't even talk on the phone anymore these days. Number two, it's exhausting. It's time-consuming. I talk too much. If I get on a three-way call, it's not going to be five, 10 minutes. But in a group chat, 
It's more efficient. It's more effective. And this is the best part. So I'll set up the group chat the next day and I put three or four other teammates. I typically use my downline just because we have a big team, but then they start talking and they're going back and forth with the prospect. And then I can step away and do other things. I can go do other things and then come back. And it's so funny. I'll never forget. It was on a Friday night. And I think I was at like a baseball game with my son or something. And I got this like leader on my team blowing up my phone. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, why is she messaging me? So, and it wasn't, she wasn't calling, but she was messaging me like, you know, four or five times over the course of an hour and she needed my link. And it was because she was signing up my person for me because I had put her in a chat and they just started going back and forth. She's like, no, she's ready to go. She wants to process her order right now. She's in a hurry. She's going to the movies or going out on a date or something with her husband. Like, she's like, she needs the, and I'm like, how great is this? Like I literally put my prospect in a chat and my downline who I added to the chat to talk to this prospect is blowing up my phone, needing my link to sign up my person for me. Now I will say I ended up moving her under that person just because I knew they would hit it off or whatever, but um, it's crazy when you think about how much simpler, I don't want to say easier because I just said it's not easy, but how much simpler network marketing is today. You create conversations through prospecting marketing efforts. You connect with people, see if they're open. You ATM, you add them to a group, you tag them in a video, let the video do the talking, right? Don't be a fool, use a tool. You follow up with them the next day, answer their questions steer them towards another tool. Like we always do Saturday training calls. So I always point people to the Saturday calls because I know they're going to get inspired and they're going to get tips. My mindset is if you get trained and you join, now you're trained. And if you're thinking about joining and you get trained, you'll be more likely to join because now you know what to do if you join. So I always push my prospects towards training because I think, hey, instead of me selling and convincing you, I'm just going to teach you. In fact, if you look this up, the number one highest form of sales is education. It's the key to attracting people. Now, there's ways to teach that can be more entertaining. We like to call it entertainment. <laughs> we like to have fun. Think about your favorite speakers. I bet a lot of you, the people that stick out in your mind are the ones that are teaching lessons, like they're really good at teaching, but they're funny, right? They're interesting. So anyway, long story short, my mindset has always been, I'm going to expose, involve, upgrade, expose them to the information, get them involved in training, get them involved in a group chat, whatever, and get them to upgrade. Maybe they start off as a customer and then I upgrade them as a distributor. Maybe they start off as a lead, turned into a prospect. They get on a couple calls. They see a couple videos. Boom, they're joining the team. And then that fifth step, this is the key. It's the system. Plugging your new person into the system so they can launch their business. They can start to create curiosity. They can learn what to do to get customers, what to say. They download the scripts. They get the ball rolling. That fifth step, they're learning the system. They're learning about ATM and creating curiosity. And they're seeing examples of what to post every day and, you know, how to launch their business and what to say to people, what to do with the leads that, you know, express interest. So the system is key because that's how you develop leaders. If you want true residual income, if you want to build something that lasts long-term, something that's gonna have sustainability, you need leadership development, right? The only reason I'm where I am and we have a team doing, you know, I think our team will surpass $80 million this year in sales. And we have, we have so many clients and students and like coaching clients in other companies 
that are having record growth also. And some of them are in very like, you know, I don't want to say old companies, but they're very mature companies. And some of them are in startup companies. Some of them are in companies that are like kind of in that, that midway point. The point is uh, people are winning right now. And the biggest reason a top earner becomes a top earner is because they have a lot of leaders on their team that are self-sufficient. If you want freedom and you want residual income, you need to have independence, meaning you have people in your team that can sell the product and recruit and build a team and help others learn how to sell the product without your involvement. Now, you're still going to be a leader. You're there. You got their back. But you want to know that you have people on your team that can work your business, their business, with or without your involvement. Leadership development is everything. And you can't develop leaders if you don't have a system. So the system is teaching people how to prospect, how to market, how to connect, how to ATM, how to follow up, how to close, all those basics. And then you're developing the leaders that step up because they're like, hey, I don't want to just make a little bit of money. I want to make a lot. So anyway, that's my training. I know I kind of talk fast and cover a lot, but I hope you guys got value from those five steps. And Chris, of course, if you have any questions, anything else I can you know, touch on or dive deeper on, let me know. Oh my God. I'm getting all the text messages from everyone saying he's so great. And like your energy is incredible. The chat's blowing up here. Um, John, would you take a couple questions if they can drop yes. them in the chat? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Guys. Um, John, I'll let you pick which questions. So you guys drop your questions in the chat, something maybe you want him to elaborate on or dive deeper on or a question that's, um, that's just pressing to you. And hopefully, do you, John can Krista, do you want to maybe grab the questions only because when I touch the screen, it mutes me. I don't know why no it does problem. that. Um, no problem. Yeah, do you want All to pick right. the it, whatever the ones are that you feel are the best ones? Two, three, okay. four, whatever. Yeah. This is your golden opportunity. Speak up. But no, John, that was phenomenal. And and you know, I've been in network marketing now for fourteen years, and it's, it's still I'm so inspired. That was beautiful. Okay. Oh, appreciate so, that. Let's see here. Julie Boyer, she's uh, she's asking, do you have two ATM groups, one for yes. products and one for business? Yes, 100%. Now, do you have to have that? No, but uh, so I, I will say this. Sometimes people get confused with ATM. I get people that are like, well, all my, all my downline, they're all starting their own ATM groups. That I don't like. We use one massive ATM group for business prospects, and then there's a lot of leaders on my team have started their own product ATM groups. But to be clear, these are leaders with like hundreds of people on their team. In some cases, obviously thousands, but I wouldn't like just start my own ATM group. If I'm just like a team of four people, I'd want to have bigger groups because it's all about social proof. It's kind of like back in the day when we would do weekly meetings. Uh, if you brought someone to a weekly meeting and there was like, you know, seven people there, it wasn't very exciting. You try to paint the picture that one day we'll have 70 and then 700. But if you can just bring them to a meeting that already has like hundreds of people, it was always more exciting, right? There was social proof. So it's better to have like a big, massive group where everybody's ATMing. And the beautiful thing is if your group is hidden, then people can only see it if they're added to it, which the reason this is important, because then you can go back later and you can see who added the person to the group to protect the integrity. But yes, we have a product group with testimonials and product videos. It's all about the products, especially like the hero products. I know you guys have a lot of products too. You wanna to focus on those hero products that get people in the door, then expose them to other products that are you know, maybe less profitable, but they have more uh, stickiness, right? Sometimes you'll help people with like maybe a weight loss product and they lose weight, 
but they're going to stay long-term on like the toothpaste, the laundry detergent, whatever, right? Um, so hero products should be the focus in the product group. And then the business group, you can have recognition and, you know, shout outs and obviously comp plan videos and interviews. And like, you can have all kinds of different things in there. We do a lot of recognition in our business recruiting group. And I just feel like if you had to choose, it'd be, it's more work and responsibility, but it is better to have two because in the business group, there's gonna be a lot of stuff about the business that a customer may get annoyed by, or they might just be like, I don't, this isn't what I'm here for. Like all this business stuff is distracting. So preferably two groups. Okay, I know I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. so you do you have a group for your your team, like a team group, yes. okay, where you're training your team specifically? Yeah. Then you also have your ATM group for sharing the business. Yep. Where you're also sharing business recognition that's possibly duplicated in both. Yep. Okay. Absolutely. Now okay. I will say this: I try to tell my people, like you know, because we do a lot of like welcome to the team you know, shout out to so-and-so. I try to get them to do more of that in our business ATM group than in the team training group. I like the team training group. I don't mind like some shout outs and stuff, but like, I like a lot of like the rank advancements and the welcome to the team in the ATM group. Where in the team group, I just, I think it's like too much to have, like you don't need to post it twice. And I just think it's too much to have in the team group. Cause I've actually seen other team groups where they have a lot of welcomes and recognition, rank advancements. And it's like, you can't even find the training, right? So I want the training group to be mostly training and content that helps people build their businesses so that they can get better at adding and tagging people into the ATM groups. Amazing. Beautiful. Okay. Always learning. All right. So I know this is a very generalized question, but um, Annabelle uh, and a few other people, they just want more on prospecting. What is ultimately the best way to prospect? You know, it depends on the person, but I will say this from a duplication standpoint, it's better to prospect leading with the products. My, my team has duplicated uh, product selling. Like, uh, let me just give you an example. Last month, we brought in 486 new teammates and 15,000 new customers. So we sell the heck out of products. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll probably do eight to $10 million in sales in November because of Black Friday and 89 or 89, 80 to 90% of those, uh, 89, 80 to 90% of the revenue will come from customers because we're just big on selling. And here's the thing, it's easier. Like I, I love when people say, oh, I just, you know, I suck at recruiting. And it's like, listen, you don't suck at recruiting. You just haven't done it consistently enough and talked to enough people and developed your posture and your belief and all that. But the truth is there's a lot more people out there as an example that buy cars and drive cars than people that sell cars. Does that make sense? Like there's more people out there. They're going to buy your products and they're going to want to sell your products. Right. And then by the way, there's, there's more people driving cars than selling cars. Right. But then there's, there's even less people out there that own car dealerships. So it's the same thing in our business. So if somebody says, oh, I'm not really good at recruiting or I suck at recruiting, it's like, well, that's just because number one, you haven't done it long enough. Number two, more people are out there willing to try a product, buy a product than they are to sell a product. And by the way, some of the best people to recruit are the people that love the products, right? So they become a customer first and it's easier for a, a new person that's never done network marketing. It's easier for the average person to sell product than for them to recruit people to sell products. So we really, this was probably five, six years ago that we, we really 
shifted into like duplicating and leading with product and getting customers. And sometimes it's maybe a slower process for someone, right? It's like, oh, you know, they've been in a month, they haven't recruited anybody. It's like, yeah, but they got nine customers. And the truth is, if they could have recruited someone by now, they probably would have. You know, so if we make it about like get customers and focus on, you know, building up some belief and then they start recruiting, it's more natural, it's more organic versus back in the day, I used to always teach everybody like, who are your top three, four, five, 10 people that we can recruit and talk to you about the business? Who do you know that's open to making money? Who do you know that's influential? Who do you know that's driven and ambitious and outgoing and blah, 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 and well-connected? You know, who do you know that knows more people than you? And I'm not saying that's bad to do, but you have to admit that like even leaders, like the top people on my team, a lot of them, even the top recruiters, they still can't recruit as many people as the top sellers can sell product. Meaning a top seller can bring in a hundred new customers in a month. Nobody's recruiting a hundred people in a month, especially after they've gone through their warm market, right? Like I have a really big network and I still only recruit about three, five, seven people in a month. You know, I've got people that They'll do one TikTok live and they'll get more customers than that from one live video. So I think it's really important for all network marketers to get really good at, you know, customer acquisition, leading with customers, leading with product, learning to create curiosity around the product. Because again, if someone loves the products, guess what? They're a perfect candidate for the business. Absolutely. And I think it's like us, everyone who's here loves USANA and loves the products, but really connecting to like just becoming totally obsessed with the value of them. I yes. agree with that so much because um, actually there's a few people here, actually a, a new associate who just loves the products, has been on them for like 10 years, right? So of course the natural step, even a decade later was for her to start building the business side of things. Um, John, we um, we have a lot of people requesting for kind of a recap of the five steps. I'm not sure if there's somewhere mm -hmm. to send them or if you want to do that right now. Yeah, I, actually, I have a lot of free content on my blog. You guys yeah. go to mylifestyleacademy.com forward slash blog. And on my blog, you can also uh, download the social media recruiting and prospecting guide with scripts. Okay. So and that's also mylifestyleacademy.com forward slash download. So you could either find it on the blog or you could just go directly to it to download it. Uh, but that's like our whole foundation is those five steps. Everything we teach for the most part is around marketing, prospecting, connecting, converting, ATMing, follow-up, closing, and then leadership development and teaching the system. So that's kind of the foundation of everything we do. And, you know, we even have an, a, an academy. We have uh, some other tools that we promote as well. Uh, we do a lot of like interviews with people that are crushing it. Like I get people all the time, like, oh my gosh, like how can I, you know, crush it on TikTok or how can I crush it with reels? Like we have training on all of all of that on our blog. Uh, but those five steps, I mean, that really is. The, if you look at any like top earner in network marketing, and you actually took a step back and like dissected their business, those are the things they're good at. They're good at prospecting especially if they're using social media these days. Like I can't imagine, like there are a lot of old school leaders that are still like anti-social media, but anyone that's like in the trenches these days, like they will tell you, like they're using social media to connect with people. Like they're not just like calling people on the phone and doing one-on-ones and sitting down with people because people like, even though that's still not a bad thing to do, by the way, it's not bad to get on the phone with someone. I still get on the phone with my prospects, but guess where I connect with them first on social media. 
right? Will I still get together with my people? Yeah, we just bought like a $4 million beach house in Destin, Florida, which has always been a dream of ours. So it was a dream come true. And the first thing we did with it after staying in it with our family is we had a team retreat there. So I still love being with people in person, but at the end of the day to deny social media and using that as a platform for connection and lead gen is crazy, right? Because the thing is, nobody really loves prospecting. People will say, oh, I love prospecting. They're either lying or they're, they're psycho because nobody likes reaching out to someone and you're like, Oh, this is so awkward. Like I just met this person or I haven't talked to them in years, but I would like to recruit them. So, you know, you could reach out and say, Hey, I know this is totally awkward and I haven't talked to you in years or we've never spoke before, but I really love you and you're awesome. You're so cool. I would love to show you something like, and then they shut you down and they're like, Oh no, they block you. Right. Like nobody loves that. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. You got to pay the price. But my point is, I know every single person would rather someone asks them for information than for them to have to do the asking. Like, it's just common sense, right? So anyway, marketing on social media is paramount, building a brand. And look, some of you are holding back. Some of you are holding back. I can go to your social media right now. I don't know who you are. I don't see any videos of you. I don't know your personality. I don't realize how funny you are or how how incredible your, your story is, how inspiring you are. I don't know anything about you. I don't know anything about your family. I don't know anything about your beliefs. I don't know anything about your passions, right? Because you're not talking on social media. You're a consumer, not a creator. I want you to start creating. I want to give you permission, give yourself permission to start showing up on social media because right now you're being stingy. You're being selfish. You're worried about what people think about you. You're so worried about what people think about you that you're holding back. And it's only, by the way, it's only a few people, right? It's like your brother-in-law, it's your mother. It's like you're, right? You got a couple people, you're worried about what they think about you. And you know what? If they're that bad, block them, delete them. Like, listen, we can still be friends in real life, but we ain't gonna be friends on Facebook. We're not gonna be friends on Instagram because you're negative and you're holding me back from my greatness. So I want you to step into that greatness, take responsibility for who you are. And you know what? Love your life like you only got one. And you're building a legacy for your family. You're building something that's going to stand the test of time. Like literally generations from now, they're going to point to you and go, I'm so glad that Krista showed up on social media, right? Like you don't want some, you don't look, you don't want to look back one day because Gary Vaynerchuk interviewed a bunch of people in like their nineties, right? And they were all kind of saying the same thing that like, you know, the thing that, that, they talked about was regret, all the things they did not do. And you don't want to be on your deathbed one day and be like, oh, you know, I just couldn't show up on camera. I just couldn't share my story. I was just, you know, so afraid. And, and it's interesting because the more I've shared my story and talked about like my issues with alcohol and how I quit drinking and when my best friends committed suicide and my dad died of a heart attack and, you know, like all these things, like the more I talked about that stuff, the more people resonated with me, related to me, the more my following grew, the more I showed up and taught. And, you know, it's funny because even back when I first started teaching on, on online, I started doing videos. I get people go, oh, you talk too fast, slow down. And so I'd slow it down just for a couple negative Nancys. And then I realized that's not how I talk. Like, I'm not going to try to be someone I'm not. I'm going to show, look, you don't like my content. Go watch someone else's content that's slow and boring for you, right? So does this make sense? Like, be you, but be you times two on social media. Be you, but be you times two. Step into your greatness. Stop holding back. Woo! Okay, I'm just like over here like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so good, you guys. Okay, 
John, we're going to let you go because I'm sure you have a really busy day or we're going to go to the beach house, the $4 million beach house. Like, can we come? Can we have a USANA retreat there? That's amazing. There you go. Yes. Yeah, we've already so had a bunch of network marketing leaders rented out for retreats. It's awesome. Oh, so good. Okay, so everyone, you guys, we're, let's say bye to John. Let's give him lots of love in the chat, but don't go anywhere because I want us to really bring to life our takeaways from this incredible Friday Power Hour. John, thank you so much from the entire USANA family. I know this information is just going to be passed on through everyone's teams. So many incredible leaders here. I think there uh, we have about 40 people live here learning, but also everyone on Facebook and also the recording. So uh, honestly, we're so, so grateful for you and all the work and how you've also paved the way and overcome so much and are still so positive and, and you're just lighting it up. Thank you, John. We appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate that. Thanks for having me, Krista. Bye, Thank everyone. You so